Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Turbo, a soccer Rangers podcast. Where you we almost forgot. Veterans, cosplay, and nerddom in general. You shut up, you fucker. Every fucking time. I was pausing for dramatic effect. Don't I'm do Cole. that because it's I'm you're not very good at it. <laughs> I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. And I haven't been on it a very, very long time. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've had you here. A year or more? Has it been that long? Oh, no, I don't know. I think it's been like eight, nine months or something like that. We've only been doing this for like three years. Less than. I'm I'm gonna find out on how long it's been because it's been a while. I don't know. It's definitely decades. Decades. Our lives. Feels like longer. So this week we are going to be talking about a couple different things. Robert has a couple movies that he wants to talk about, and we've also decided that tonight is going to be Disney trivia. Disney trivia week. So we are going to be talking. We've all come up with a couple questions about our favorite Disney films, and we're going to see if we can stump our friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, you, the listening audience. Exactly. It's no fun if you're not going and screaming at your iPhone or Android device. Going, Especially in public or on the bus. On the bus, yeah. Yes, yes, please do that as loud as possible. <laughs> I know this you know, Everybody would be going one. and screaming shit like, Home on the range! I saw oh, that one in theaters. <laughs> I regret seeing that when it was in theaters. Yeah, but anyway, Rob, you said you had you uh, you wanted to talk about a few films that got oh you how many films have you you said before that you have a bunch of films that literally got thrown at you? Uh, okay, like how many? Okay. So uh, since doing the podcast, I will fully admit that I have um, abused the system more than one occasion. Uh, I've gotten into a uh, review and critic society. And occasionally when studios decide they want to do a preview night for uh, reviewers, I get an invite now. And it's been a few months since I've gotten them. And then suddenly, November, December, I've been getting hit with everything. Uh, Most of the crap I don't want to see and a few of them that I really did and I'm very thankful for. I mentioned, uh, well, I already reviewed uh, Into the Spider-Verse a couple of weeks ago. Still recommending everybody see that. That came out this last weekend. I'm hoping that it was a big success. We need this movie to be a success. Not for Spider-Man fans, not for Marvel fans, not for uh, the people that somehow think that Sony's done a better job with the movies than Marvel because there's like three guys that actually still believe that. Um, but... And didn't Venom... Uh, wasn't Venom on that list too? Uh, yeah, Venom's... <laughs> Venom and Enter the Spider-Verse are really weird ones. And same with Spider-Man Homecoming, because yes, they are done by Sony. But they're being done in conjunction with Marvel Entertainment. This is not just, oh, we have the license to stuff. In the case of both Venom and Into the Spider-Verse, when they worked out the deal with Marvel to have Spider-Man in the MCU and to allow for some release of some characters that were part of the original film deal they got a lot out of it as well and now they've been partnering on these films as well so it's great for marvel because oh well we still get all the merchandising stuff we get a little bit better level of control over our intellectual property so it doesn't ever get sunk the way that it was before especially with like fox 
Um, Because I wouldn't go and put Sony in the same level as like Fox Entertainment with what they've done. Uh, Venom, they got a whole bunch of symbiotes that didn't exist when uh, the actual film deals happened in the first place. And in exchange for the Peter Parker Spider-Man, now Sony Pictures has access to basically the extended Spider-Universe, the Spider-Verse, whatever you want to call it. And now they've got a lot of characters that didn't exist when that deal came in the first place. Pretty prominently in this movie is featured Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, Spider-Woman, which I know there's like three of them, whatever. Whatever name you go by, Gwen Stacy as that universe's Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. A little difficult with that one. Um, her being I actually in the meant film. that it all got thrown in your lap for reviews. I didn't actually meant that, I didn't mean that in this regard, but this still works as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Venom was one of the ones that got thrown at you as well, wasn't it? No, no. Venom Venom was one that I actually just got to watch with uh, regular audiences oh. on an early release night. So that was a little bit different. That was one where, yeah, it came out a week early, but that was one that was promoted as an early screening in select markets. So yeah, a little different with that one, but uh, Into the Spider-Verse, that was one that I got to see it almost two weeks early. So that was great. That just came out. The animation is beautiful. The music is fantastic. The story is well done. It's not too much. I'm not going to go and say that it's Citizen Kane or anything like that, but this is something that I think animation needs. I think it's something that, I hate to say takes away some of the staleness that's come along with some of the superhero movies in the last couple of years. You know, as much as I love, uh, yeah, as much as I love the MCU, I think it's kind of hard to make an argument that it's still as fresh as it once was. And I think that films like this can help to revitalize a little bit. So it was nice seeing that it was nice to see something that didn't feel like a counter to that universe or anything like that. So I love into the spider verse and I hope everybody sees that. Uh, the one I just saw, uh, last week, uh, last Wednesday was, uh, or sorry, not last Wednesday, last Friday. I'm getting my shit mixed up. I got too much stuff. Saw Mary Poppins Returns last Wednesday. Got some feelings on that one too. I haven't even heard that that was a thing. Yeah. No, they've done a terrible job of promoting it. That's half my problem with it. But I'm not going to talk about Mary Poppins Returns because... We yeah, I don't think I can be objective that. on that one. I, I, I'm not going to critique something I don't think I can be objective with. And that is, that's that, another show. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a whole different show. thing. Um, the one I do want to talk about, though, and this is weird because Into the Spider-Verse, I mentioned as being a nice revitalization of a couple of things. Bumblebee is a weird one because... Even the people that are involved in making this can't seem to decide whether or not this is a soft reboot or if it's a prequel. Seems pretty clear to me that the guys who were actually shooting it were going for a soft reboot. And, oh my god, they got it right. I'm not going to say, once again, that this is Citizen Kane or anything like that. This is not changing the entirety of film, but... This is another movie that I think needs to be a success, but for a very different reason. The 80s has some of the most iconic films of all time. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, the Back to the Future trilogy. There's a lot of crazy 
now largely campy stuff. I mean, you can call an 80s movie an 80s movie, whether it's The Breakfast Club, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Awesome films, but definitely products of their time, and they're classic and timeless because of that. This is a weird one because it's a movie set in the 80s, and it feels like a fucking 80s movie. It's weird. Like, it's a John Hughes film with robots. I don't... I, I've spent the last several days trying to come up with a way of really reviewing this movie without giving away plot points and all that, and that's really all I've come up with. It's a film that did a good job emotionally, that did a good job on writing, and it felt like something out of that classic era of film. Yeah, so yeah, Tyler. Is it is it 80s the way, like, I guess the only thing I can think of that's really uh, uh, aspiring to try and be 80s looking in the 80s is, like, Stranger Things right now. Uh, but is it, doesn't that technically make it a period piece? Technically, it does, but here's here's the thing that <laughs> separates it in my mind, at least. Because, like I said, it's more timeless in the way that it approaches it. Because the problem that I have with Stranger Things, and this is not really a critique of the show, but it's my problem with nostalgia or nostalgia products as a whole, is that it always feels like the callbacks are put so obviously front and center. Like, it's always very clear they're trying to, oh, hey, remember this is the thing? Oh, hey, remember this was the thing? It's always very in-your-face and direct. Kind of like a Sony Pictures or Sony Animation uh, project. And now there always has to be some sort of Sony-related market product, like Miles Morales' Sony headphones, for example. They always need you to remember, you know, hey, we make products, not just films. <laughs> A lot of period pieces, they're always trying to throw something in your face so you remember, hey, remember this product? Remember this thing? Remember this piece of nostalgia that's going to make you forget about all the obvious plot holes here? This film is weird because there isn't actually something like that. There's a couple of callbacks, yes, but the most obvious one is a piece of Transformers history with the Stan Bush song, You Got the Touch from the 1986 uh, Transformers movie. And you're the only one who's going to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking awesome song, okay? But that was like the only obvious moment for me that was a real callback outside of some of the Generation 1 Transformers designs, which quite honestly just made things visually much more appealing. I did really like, or I still do really like the first Michael Bay Transformers movie. It's not great, but it's still fun. It's, you know, it's a nostalgia trip. It makes you feel good, and it's more or less well done. The second one, I hate, but I don't blame Michael Bay for. That one, I blame more on the writer's strike and a bunch of the production stuff that went along with it and the studio trying to push it along too quickly. The third one... I like, but it stops feeling like a Transformers movie. It just feels like a generic action film. You could change the title to The GoBots, Dark of the Moon, and it would be the same damn movie. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Ugh, now there's a callback. Um, and then the fourth and fifth films, they have no idea what they were doing. The fourth one's not terrible. The fifth one is just a dumpster fire and is everything that people complain about with the Transformers movies. This one had no connection to Michael Bay other than just studio connections. Travis Knight, the director who also uh, did the editing on the initial script, 
is clearly a fan of the Transformers from that era of the 80s as a whole. And it's interesting because unlike anything else I've seen, whether it's uh, Stranger Things, whether it's the Carrie Diaries, I mean, anything that I see that's trying to be set as a period piece, whether it's a TV show or movie, all of them just play it too heavy handed. This one felt like, like I said, it felt like a John Hughes movie with robots. The action was much slower than the other Transformers movies, and that works really well. It wasn't just loud and confusing. It was thoughtful. It was well-timed. You could actually track all the visual motions in the fight scenes. The character dynamics were awesome. Haley Stanfield, who I actually had to look her up because I can't say the name really meant anything going into the movie. Uh, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen most of the stuff that she's in. Uh, she might be fabulous in everything she does, but I really was impressed by her performance because she's a she's a beautiful girl. I don't think there's any getting around that. But in this movie, they had her very dressed down. Like her makeup work was definitely very 80s makeup, but not the overstated uh, stereotypical design on there. And the opening shot with her is her going up to her bedroom mirror and looking at a zit on her forehead. Instantly relatable in the way that, like I said, an 80s movie generally was. And the film just continued to have that same kind of charm. And, I mean, granted, you can't cut all the robot stuff out and still have it be a functional film. But I think that watching it, I kept getting this E.T. vibe the entire time. And I stand by, E.T. is a good movie, but it is not the masterpiece that it's made out to be. There's a lot of little problems with it, but it works really well. This is that kind of movie. It's just good on emotion, and it captures... It captures the emotions of adolescence without being too heavy-handed. It's changed the way that I look at nostalgic properties. Because, yeah, I used to think that Stranger Things was really as good as it gets when you're talking about something that was period-related, when you're talking about something that has a nostalgic tone to it. And I actually don't feel that way anymore after seeing this movie. My opinion has changed because it's not a love letter to the 80s. It just was the 80s. Right down to the way that the military personnel acted. They're all idiots except for one! And it's not who you're thinking either. Uh, I don't know. This is one that I want to see more of. I want to see what else they do with this if it becomes a soft reboot. I hope it's a success. I don't care too much about the Transformers part, though. It's a big part of my childhood, but I can't say because of the movie legacy that I've been particularly drawn to it the same way as a lot of other things that I really rooted for. But... This is one I hope that people do see because it's actually a good movie. Like, there's two fake-as-shit CGI parts, and that's the worst criticism that I have for this thing. Everything else is... Any other minor criticism is just that. They're minor, and they're totally permissible because of everything else that's in it. I hope people see it because I want this to become the standard for nostalgic films. It gave me good emotions, but without forcing it out of me. 
It wasn't like Jurassic World where they gave us a couple of little things here and there to try to draw out some emotion from you. And it makes you miss the first time you watch it, a lot of the little problems that are in it. It's not like the Power Rangers movie, which we talked about. We liked it. But it clearly is cashing in on nostalgia to go and get you over some of these serious problems in the film design. Oh, yeah, exactly. This isn't one of those films, and I want this to be the gold standard for what that should be. So I hope it's a success because I want more filmmakers to look at things that way. Because, yeah, we're going through a period of time now where people are looking at the 80s stuff. It's very popular. It's very kitschy. Eventually, we're going to get to what we grew up with, with the 90s kid shit. That's going to be the next you know, 10 to 15 years worth of films. And I hope that the 90s get treated a little bit better than the 80s have been in this last yeah. decade. So I hope people see Bumblebee. I hope that even if you haven't seen a Transformers movie, that you give this one a chance. I got a second ticket for the preview screening from one of my buddies uh, and got uh, my wife to see it. She has no connection to Transformers. She's never seen any of the previous movies that have come out. And she was more in love with it than I was coming out of the theater. And that's... a Big compliment, because pretty much anything that's, you know, big boy toys and masculine like that is not her thing. So uh, I'm very happy that uh, it worked for both of us on different levels. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go and drown or drag this out anymore. I like I said, I'm not saying this is the greatest film ever made, but it should be the gold standard for what a nostalgic film is. And I hope that people watch this. I hope you watch Enter the Spider-Verse. That's the one that we really do need to go and be a success for a lot of reasons. Uh, Bumblebee, I hope it's a success because I do think it can be a good foot or a good design and a good footprint for future films to come. So thanks everybody for listening to that. And now back to cool. Awesome, Man, awesome. Thank you for the podcast. Uh, this uh, this has been a <laughs> <laughs> no time. Yes, yes, follow us on uh, iTunes, on Google Play Music Podcast, on SoundCloud no, until no, the end no, of the no. year. Stitcher coming on January first. Uh, Spotify, hopefully uh, coming up here. Maybe thank you we're getting, and goodbye. All that. No, that was a short podcast, guys. Yeah, no, that was awesome. We we did we nailed that thing. Thank you, the band. <laughs> and, uh, we haven't had a bed for you. Shut up. Our confidence pressure on my bed. Now it's just a button push. You're a button push. I'm throwing up my hands, my hands up in the air as if you're as just call you out. Come on, Cole. Take take lead already. You're you're, you're running this shit. In any ways, Well, now that his red has left the building, now it's my turn to drag it back into some sort sort of uh, what's the word? Uh, normalcy. We'll hope hopefully about that anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're okay. yeah, who am I fucking kidding? Anyway, right, cool. right, so right, anyways, right, time right. for Disney for Disney quiz time and Disney questions. Amy, unfortunately, isn't with us this week, but in her her own words, she's not here to give us all a chance. So, did somebody say Disney trivia? Indeed, I did, and I was also just saying how Amy is not here because she wants to give us all a chance. <laughs> Does she even really so, know that much Disney trivia? I actually was surprised. We've uh, we've sparred a little bit. She's got weird knowledge. She is a weird girl, but we love her anyway. Indeed, okie dokie. So, let's... <laughs> but in any case, though, um, so we've all come up with between five and six questions, mm-hmm. or four between four and six questions, depending on the on what we all have. Oh, don't Three worry, I can go and throw thirty your way. 
<laughs> but anyways, we're all going to go one by one. And we are going to, I'm going to give everybody a chance to answer the question. Think about it before I give you give them the correct answer. Does that guy, does that all sound fair to you guys? Yeah, sure. Tyler? Let's get on with this. Come on, let's go. Hurry fine, up. fine. I will go first. This is, this is, we're not trying to like build a rock into space here, Colt. This is fine, simple fine, Disney fine, fine. trivia here. It's like you've fine. never been to a trivia night before. Yeah. Fine then. What was the name of here's my question number one? What was the name of the Golden Eagle and the Rescuers Down Under? Oh, that was crap. easy. <laughs> this is that's the so here's the fun fact is that 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 is uh that's when I played Minecraft. Okay. When I played Minecraft, that is what I was always renaming my bow to. When you could start naming bows and weapons, and I had a magical weapon, and I would always name it that weapon that name keep keep that keep it we'll see if let's see if you might know it but let's see if Tyler it's hard to spell it. too <laughs> yeah it is i had to cheat <laughs> anyway you too what do you can you give me an answer rob god crap <laughs> i should know this but uh... This brings me to like, I, I remember the poacher's name, but I don't remember the damn bird. Oh, I don't remember the poacher's name. I don't remember the poacher's name either. Percival McLeach. <laughs> oh my god. How do you... <laughs> I only remembered McLeach. I didn't remember the first part. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Like I said, I remember that, but I don't remember the damn bird's name. Okay. <laughs> and right now somebody's screaming it on a bus. Okay, you got five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. Tyler, what's your answer? Marahute. Marahute. M-A-R-A-H-U-T-E with apostrophe above the E. Marahute. It's Marahute. He says it so many times in that damn movie, too. (laughs) And I just remember, that's just like a thing of like, oh, Marahute. I got your feather. Marahute. He just flies down. Marahute. Ah! Okay, there, that's that's my part right there. It was I, usually I, named line and everything. So I, exactly. I, could, I should get the bonus marks. There Tyler, your what's your first question? Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping a tally. So I got a, uh, I got questions. I got like who's who's winning and who's who fucking knows. What oh, you're gonna keep track of that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got I got our names, and then I got our. Are like one, two, three, four, five, six, or whatever. I don't know. Power so five. I got like an eighth so. of a point for remembering Percival McLeach. No. No. Uh, no. I don't know if we have bonus points. You can give yourself a bonus point. You can, you know. All right. All right. I do have one question that has a bonus point. So I got, I got <laughs> a point. I got a point on there. So I put a little T. So I got that. I got this. So there's Cole's first question. I put a little T because I got that question correct. And I'll, I'll, I'll tally up all the T's and all the M's and all the R's and all the thieves, And then whoever has the most wins. wins. Tyler, your I'll turn. I'll put a lowercase R for you. No, I'm going to put a lowercase R for you for a little part point. Okay. My question. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. a little black book. Of Disney trivia. <laughs> oh, you have two pages. I can't show it to you. There it was. That's how quick it was. Uh, I'll just go with my first one. Um, I got six questions. Walt Disney's daughter was said to have objected to which character's arc? 
I do have multiple choice. Indeed. Yeah, okay. please, please give me that because uh, that question's a little bit open there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mary Poppins, the Mad Hatter, Bambi's mom. Do you repeat the question? Walt Disney's daughter was said to have objected to which character's arc? Like character arc? Okay. Character's arc. Yep. I'm going to go with. Okay. I'll wait till the song's done. No, you got to answer while it's going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Mary Poppins. You're going with Mary Poppins. Robert? Yep. And I'm going to go with Bambi's mom on that one. That falls into the realm of hearsay, so I can't say that I've heard that one before. Okay. Uh, you're saying Mary Poppins? The answer is Bambi's mom. Because apparently <laughs> it's uh, relatable the, to her own story of her mom being dead and such. So. Yeah, no, that the one that I was sure of it wasn't was uh, Mary Poppins, just because Walt's daughter was one of the primary reasons on why Walt Disney went so far out of his way to get the legal rights to make that into a movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking Robert knows his shit. It seems That's like a one point for Robert right him. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Robert, what's your first question? Hey, learning. All right, all right. So uh, I'm going to go and uh, <clears throat> softball this one here. So let's see here. What directing duo was considered to be the primary leaders of the Disney Renaissance? Was it Shea, <laughs> Gary Trousdale, and Kirk Weiss? B, Mike Gabriel and Eric Goldberg? Or C, Ron Clements and John Musker? Oh, some of those names sound so familiar. Bonus points if you can not only get the... Uh, group correct, but if you can go and name at least one of the films that they were part of. Can you give those options again? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, A, <laughs> Gary Trousdale and Kirk Weiss, uh, Mike Gabriel and Eric Goldberg, or Ron Musker, or sorry, Ron Clements and John Musker. I always go and do that. <laughs> I'm going to say C. As am I. The Council of Greece. All right. All on C, which is correct. But can you name at least one of the films? And two bonus points if you can go and name the one that really started it all. Sleeping Beauty? Eh. Mm, So deduct his one point. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's right. I have penalty points, too. No, you don't. Yeah, C, T, and an M. Uh, What's your Renaissance, Renaissance. Uh, why am I thinking like Hunchback or something? Well, you're in the right era. I know. Oh, it's gonna be like oh, oh. What did? It's not. Was it a Little Mermaid? Yep, I said it first though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give, we'll go bonus points to McKenna. Yes, okay. I went yep. too far back. Yeah, yeah, just a, just a little bit right there. Yeah, because that wasn't the Renaissance. That was they, Golden that was Age, their, right there. Yeah, it's like when they started. Yeah. You can't have a. You can't have your first thing. The Renaissance. No, it wasn't like the Sleeping Beauty near the end of that. Hmm? Near the yeah. end of the Golden Age. Yes. 
but not yeah, the Renaissance. That was you gotta have a downtime the Renaissance. Wahaha. Welcome to I did my research to this <laughs> or today in like the half hour before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so that means it's my turn to ask a question. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Now this one. Ooh. Ooh, I'm intrigued. <gasps> I'm listening. <laughs> What What's the main character in Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> Bleakly. Um, <laughs> That's correct. So, um, now, okay. Which movie was supposed to be different every single time you saw it? Oh, I know the answer to this one, too. Fuck. God. Oh. Fuck. Oh. No, Cole, don't. Intriguing. What movie was supposed to be different every time you saw it? This is Cole's fun. dying over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I literally Solid. just read about this the other day. Like, oh my god. And that's your you have a shitty memory, I guess. And I remember because this exact film when you played on VHS is extremely confusing. Different every time you saw. Like literally, it's like different every time. The one that I know of, the what I this is the one I think of. No, depending on where you saw it, it was different every single time you saw it. Like the ending would be different. <laughs> Wait, no, that wasn't made by Disney though. The yeah, old, shit, you, you got me stumped on this one because there's a couple <laughs> that I can think of that. Yeah, because once you know how the movie ends, it changes the context of what you've watched already, but. Yeah, I can't think of one that was specifically supposed to be designed that way. I can only think of one, and I'm going to say it. I don't even think they were technically it was made by Disney. Go on, Cole. Say your thing. Say it. it. Clue. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess that's one. Yeah. I I had different endings and such. That was. Do you have a guess? I don't know. Something that sounds very drug related. So I'm going to say something like Alice in Wonderland because I got nothing. Nope. Rob? Yeah, I don't even want to venture a guess on this one because I don't know. I can't think of one. Wait, hold on. That was designed to be this way or actually accomplished in execution? Oh, oh, wording. (laughs) I might be thinking about this wrong here. (laughs) Well, what's the wording on that one? What movie was supposed to be different every time? Supposed to be. I can. Oh, That's what it's still about God. Five, four, three, two, one. Ding, ding, ding. Time I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure on this one. Wow. Okay. I could, I could ramble off names, but I mean, that's just going and throwing everything at a dartboard. Let's not even go there. It was one of three Disney VHSs I owned growing up and watched extensively. Fantasia. Fuck. Hell. Was oh. Different sequences because it was supposed to run like for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and would change and have different things as different artists. God damn it. So if no one picks your question or answers it, does that make it a uh, McKenna gets a point? point? Yeah, McKenna gets the point. <laughs> Why not? Let's okay. win. There we go. That's fair. If you if you no one can pick your question, then yeah. It's... Yeah, but the, oh, just a, at 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 in the movie at twenty four thirty eight. What is on the left <laughs> side of the character? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
a brick wall. No, it's always a brick wall. A There's only one that. person that I think that could answer that, and that's the character from um, what was that Will film, Will Smith film that he was alone in New York. Like, what was the fucking name of that film? What? I am Legend. I am Legend. Yeah. That's oh, what Jesus. Oh. Be- because yeah. he watched those movies over and over again. You he watched. Could, Shrek. Uh, Dude, no, he you, watched the movies every time. You go to Rain Man for that kind of statement. Yeah. Oh, I he guess. watched. He watched the news every day. He put his news on. He didn't watch the movies. That's why when the kid came and started watching a movie, it was such a like a twist on his head. No, he he, yes. he was able to. He yes. had the, he had the whole script for it. No, I remember. That's because he's kid yeah. watched it, and it was like a moment where he's like, movie. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that okay. was supposed to be yeah. Cool. It, was, <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be a moment where he realizes because his kid died, and he's supposed to have like this uh, moment of you. Uh, humanity thrust upon him where it goes like he used to watch it with his kid a lot but then he was always watching the news all the time because he just played that back and back every year every day by day and then some new things thrust upon him that was what that scene was supposed to represent Cole oh okay whatever anyway question number two going back to the rescuers oh boy oh I got all rescue questions I really like these films growing up so this this is a lot of my questions I gotta get all the answers to these because these are all the films I watched Mm-hmm. What country did Miss Bianca represent? Oh fuck! Um, was she French or Russian? Hold on to that, Robert. I want to say French, but there's something in the back of my head saying no. Yeah, maybe it was. She had like a French accent. She had an accent, and it was of her country. And it was like a weird Prussian. Was it Prussian? No, that wouldn't be. No, no, that's McKenna. I'm thinking. Keep thinking, you guys, and then give me your final answer once once everyone's got theirs. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with it and hope to God that I'm just overthinking myself here. And it's French. But I don't think I'm right. Uh, yeah, because if it was not French, it was like um, Belgium. I'm going with Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go along the same lines, but say Swit, Switzerland. God, that None of you are right. right. Oh, fuck. None of you are correct. No, Hungarian. Oh, fuck. Hungary, Hungary. We're close. Yeah. See, you guys were close. Yeah, like, yeah. When you guys went Prussian, I was like, "Oh fuck, they're getting close." Oh, I would have been. I would have been close to Prussian. I knew. <laughs> I, I should just said Prussian. You yeah, would have been closer. Was a country at the time. Yeah, well, that's a that's a that's a point for What's me. Prussian. A, wait, what? what uh, Prussia. Prussia. Nah, it, it wouldn't. It wasn't anymore. When? It, when did that take place? What? What era? Uh, the fifties that took place and didn't it? Yeah. Uh, the, our movie? Yeah, the rescue. Yeah, was, yeah uh, not in the 50s. It was much later. Like, I the film itself was in the 70s. No, yeah, but it, yeah, it was made in the 70s, but it was. Yeah, no, but that was that was set in an early period. Yeah, yeah, that took place in like the 50s, I believe, because that was the whole well, point of like the Elvis rock and roll scene. Because it was well, the 50s it definitely existed like, where the where the where the United Nations, the newest, like the big. I guess that would be that would have been after World War II, though. So, uh, yeah, there would be no pressure or anything because 
Yeah, that's stopped in World, that's after World War One. Yeah, that's the whole point of World War One. And Hungary. Yeah, okay. Right. So point okay. three. I guess Cole gets a point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was hoping this one would fuck people because I originally thought it was Belgian too until I looked, I double checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hungary. She has like she has that accent. It was just like it was like a Paris, but wasn't quite right. It was like. Is very because don't you remember slamming. the French guy had the way was French, like, French, French guy, yeah? Because he that's the thing, she wasn't like I remember her accent briefly, but it wasn't French accent, it was just because yeah, like, the, the the French French representative was wearing like the typical like French yeah. outfit, he was like wearing the whole the hat, the whole, whole hat, and the, like, well, yeah, that's why I expression. So it was, it was, fucking yeah, I was okay. And while the film does not have a exact year that it's set in, the Art designs and costuming were reminiscent of the 1950s and yeah. had to have come after 1948 because of the UN connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think why. that was the whole thing. Well, like, because the new pilot they had was like listening to rock and roll music, and that yeah. was the saying, Hey, this is the hip new music the kids are listening to right now, yeah. which is like Elvis music and such. It's like, Oh, okay. So, okay, Tyler, your turn. Oh, okay. So that was my first question. What you got, buddy? What you got? In Disney's Sleeping Beauty, Ooh. which fairy godmother wants the dress to be blue? Oh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's I do have multiple choice. Well, there's no. three. It's gonna be there's... the three fairies. <laughs> hold it? on, okay. hold on. Don't even give this to me. Don't give don't give the don't give us the multiple choice for this one. Yeah, I'll, oh, give, I'll, give, it. I'll give it. Um the options there though. I want... Hold on, I'm I'm just going for this because they're. I know it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So fuck. No, I always I always screw up two of them. Two of them that always fuck me over. You go first. Is it Merryweather? Okay. A cold. What's your option? Merryweather. Okay. I think we agree. Merryweather. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all got it. Good job. Yeah. Because yeah, what She's is the it? She's the one who wears blue. The, the, She's the one who wears blue. The red one. Is... And I wanted to cosplay her, so. Okay. So, Flora. okay, okay. I don't want to have to look this up here. So, McKenna, am I right that it's. Who's the one that wanted it to be pink? Fauna, Flora. right? Flora. No. Fuck. Fauna was See, green. Those are the two that I always screw up. Fauna was Flora green. Yeah. Thank God I was right on Meriwether. <laughs> Yeah, she was the one that just didn't match. Remember fauna, fauna like plant, which is green, floor, which is flower, which is colorful. Blue. Or pink, yeah. yeah. And then Merriweather was just blue. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, I don't I, know why my brain just can never get those two right. It's been an issue for decades. Your turn, Rob. Oh, right. All right. So question, eh? I got this it. one is tied to the animation studio. Okay. But not tied to a specific movie. So, when Frank Wells, Jeffrey Katzenberg, and Michael Eisner were put in charge of Disney's animation department, Michael Eisner is famously quoted as having said that he was a big fan of two shows that were produced inside of Disney, but were actually properties of CBS television. Can you name either one of those shows? Did we even have those shows here? Yeah, you did. I did? <laughs> you had at least one of them, and I suspect you had the other one, 
because they were broadcast during the same program period. What years were these films? Are you going to give us that? Or is that too obvious of a clue? Shows. Well, no, the, the problem is one of them, the one that he was talking about at the time was a reboot of an older property. What did he take over? Well, Michael Eisner, uh, Frank Wells, Jeffrey Katzenberg were all brought over uh, originally from Paramount after the ousting of Walt Disney's son-in-law uh, from the position of the head of the animation department at Disney. Mm -hmm. And none of them had worked on animation at that time. Um, so CBS cartoon, you know what? Okay. I'm going to go and I, I'm going to go and screw this here so that everybody actually might have a chance on this one. He okay. fucked up which mouse they do. Fucked up which mouse they do. Yeah. He referenced CBS's mouse, not the Disney one. Do they have a mouse? I suspect this is the era when I only had three TV channels. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit after that, but not much longer after that. Uh, the reboot was done by Ralph Bakshi. What is CBS's channel? What is that channel? CBS. CBS. Yeah, but it stands for something. Corporate Broadcast Station? I think so. Something like that. CBS. Do we even have CBS? We yes, did we have do. CBS. I can guarantee that it was run in syndication. <gasps> oh, was that like, if this was like the old times, like, like Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry, <laughs> is that what God. we're going with? I'm going Tom and Jerry. Yeah. We got one Tom or and Jerry. We got two Tom and Jerry's. Like that's the only other mouse I can Those are the only... right Would be that would be Tom and Jerry. Yeah. I remember when that movie came out. I have that movie. <laughs> it's a really or, good movie. Or is it Pinky and the Brain? Which is it? No, I don't think it they was never that. Had Warner Brothers. Yeah. No, that, that was question? Warner yeah. Brothers. Wait, what was the question? What were the two properties that he liked? Okay, what, yeah, what, what were the two properties that he attributed to Disney's animation department that were actually made for CBS, or they were actually made by CBS? And these were these were Tom TV shows. Oh, Tom and Jerry and the Flintstones. Nope. No. Am I right well, on one of them? Anna Barbera stuff. Yeah, that's Hanna Barbera right there. They weren't um, associated with any individual studio. I do like the idea of it being Tom and Jerry. I, everything else I'm thinking of, like either super super old, like like uh, um, uh, like Popeye the Sailor Man and such. I'd be honest if I said that you're closer to Popeye than you are Tom and Jerry. Yeah. What was what was that? What was Betty Boop's thing? There was a mouse. What was that? A mouse? Was Betty Boop a mouse? I think Betty no. Boop was a mouse at one point. I think she was a mouse at one point. At no, one no, point, no. yes. Because her stuff is entirely drug riddled. <clears throat> yeah. What's that? What is that guy's name? It's in the, uh, uh, the that game, the. Uh, Roger Rabbit? No. Uh, the the Mickey Disney? Mouse game that came out where it was like painting things, and there's another character in there. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> this, we were taking too long. Too long. All right. Sorry. I think I stumped everybody here. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Tom and Jerry is the only one that we can. All dogs go to heaven. I don't know. Yeah. No. 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 That was Don Bluth. That was Don Bluth. Fuck. Okay. Now I got to redo a question here because that was going to be an answer to another one. I was about to say who was originally a Disney animator. Exactly. All right. No. Actually, it was Mighty Mouse and Heckle and Jekyll. Mighty Mouse. Heckle and Jekyll. I completely forgot about Mighty Mouse. Never watched Mighty Mouse at all. 
I didn't either, but I knew what the was name. Heckle and Jekyll. Heckle and Jekyll. I think that was the Sharks, if I remember right. Uh, oh. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, that was I one I never this. watched. That one fell into obscurity. Mighty Mouse was only really relevant at that time because Ralph Bakshi, who had done uh, the well, the first animated Lord of the Rings movie uh, with the rotoscoping and uh, the movie Coonskin and Fritz the Cat. Uh, <laughs> he was I remember, yeah. I've watched Fritz the Cat. That hey, was that's an cat. adult cartoon though. Yeah, no, no, that. Are you talking Fritz uh, no, I'm not going to go into Ralph Bakshi. That's a whole Fritz different thing. I could go on for hours about Ralph Bakshi. Okay. Anyway, Rob, he Rob gets a point. in charge of rebooting uh, yeah, Rob Mighty gets Mouse a point for that. time. Yeah, Rob gets a point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back in the board. All right. That means McKenna, your turn. Okay. Question two. Question two. Mm. What? Ooh. Okay. This is... Ah. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> She's coloring I'm good at... It's okay. We can edit it. We can edit it. You're good. Can, You're can good. I be? Can I, I combine two of my questions into one question? Be my guess. Two parts. Give a simple and coherent answer. Yes. Uh, well, it's two questions, but pretty much on the same topic. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What was the first feature-length digital animated movie? Ooh, that's a tricky one. Does it include Pixar? No. She never said yes or no to that. <laughs> well, considering that it was long before the creation of Pixar. What? 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 The first animated film? Well, that's, first that's feature not feature length. Digital though. animated film. She said digital, Cole. That uh, wasn't the question. <laughs> What's the first feature animation? You're not listening to the damn question. Well, I, Cole. I, I mean, I, that I is it. one of my questions. So if you want to think on that one. For yeah, I mean. I, so what's the first full feature digital animation film? Oh, okay. Feature uh, length digital animation. Okay. I think I got it. Yeah. I think it's like Chicken Little or something. Hmm? No, no, no. I mean, if we're talking about, yeah, I, I want to make sure that we're on the same page here. Because when you say digital, we are talking about all computer generated, right? Completely digital. Okay. Then I know the answer to that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least for a feature length one. I'm going to go with Bugs Life. Because I think that was back when they were still owned by Disney. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Because that was, uh, or uh, was it Bugs Life first or was it Toy Story was first? Because oh, yeah. like if, if it's <laughs> really Pixar, <laughs> this was a birthday thing for me. The, the one when I was eight. So uh, oh, yeah, right. I'm still gonna I go. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna get Bugs Life. I'm probably not gonna get it right, Tyler. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's what. What else was there? Uh, when you were eight, he's only a year. <laughs> he's only two years older than us. Three years older than us. He just turned thirty. He's not that. He's only two years older. Thirty-one, bitches. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's the same age as Kate. I um, just turned thirty. Yeah, and you still look eighteen. And my birthday is in four days, so. Uh, yeah. So Toy Story. I, I'm thinking about too many things already. Everyone's already answered. So Tyler's got Toy Story. Cole's got Bugs Life. Rob. You know it's Toy Story. It's Toy Story. It was yeah, Toy Story. <laughs> Okay. Pixar included. Okay, so I was correct. I yeah. was just on the fence of that shit. I was just like, yeah. Okay. Pixar technically so, still on Disney at the time. Yep. Part two. What was what feature length Disney animated movie was the first use of digital? Ah. Oh. Now hold on a second, because this is a little bit more of a complex one here. I have so are we clear. talking about fully generated digital assets or are we talking about digital scaling and editing? That's two different things. I think she means assets. Assets. 
Okay, if I remember correctly... Actually, no, I'm going to hold off so that the other guys have a chance to answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, say, say, so I can just... No piggybacking. Okay. No piggybacking. Uh, that last one I was good. I was, like, tempted, but I, I guess I knew the answer already. Um, first one that used shit. Uh, I mean, right era. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, only clue I'm giving you is Renaissance. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I already said it then. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what it is. I know Bugs exactly life. what it is. Okay. <laughs> Call your turn. I'm just going to go with Bugs Life because I have no fucking <laughs> <laughs> Bugs was already too late for the for last yeah. one. So. Yeah, so Toy Story then. Literally Toy Story then. Oh, I'll, I'll say mine. Hunchback and Dr. Tom. Oh. Rob? Did Cole actually give us one? Yeah, no, Toy Story. He said Toy Story. He said a Bugs Life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, switched, I, switched to, I switched it to Toy Story at the last second there. Okay. Mm. It's the cutlery from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. You were all wrong. <gasps> Little Mermaid. Oh, was there a little stuff? I was thinking about Little Mermaid. Hold on, the, hold final on. Scene, the final scene it, with the rainbow see. over the ship is computer generated, including the ships and what have you in the, the final scene. And also included digital assets that were cr- uh, digitally created in wireframe and then superimposed onto the cells themselves and then hand-colored. Okay. I misunderstood what you meant. Because I thought we were talking about like full animated object in the process. So mm. my bad. I didn't listen to the question well enough. Yeah. Shit, there we go. Because yeah, no, no, that that that's that's a bad on me. stuff are still assets. Yep, you're you're entirely right on that. No, that's that's like the cart that everybody just ignores in uh, the Emperor's New Groove for like the thirty minute mark. It's one of the most beautifully accented CG elements in a two D film I've ever seen, and everybody completely ignores it. So nope, you're you're entirely right. So my bad. Hmm. Fuck, I should have listened more carefully. So I'm going to get the point. The first and then the first big. Okay. So technically we'll count those as two questions. Yeah, because that was the second and third. Okay, she's she's already on her third question. Boom, and she got a point for her third question. We'll skip over for the next question just to make it a little bit more even. Back to Cole. Back to me. me. Also, fuck, I need to go and find another question. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. And we're I going was gonna ask, or I was gonna go and ask the Beauty and the Beast one for first oh. CG animated character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's your own question, yeah, Cole, no, I can't. I can't use that one now. I already gave you the answer. Fuck. Go use the question. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go back to my one. I'm going right back to the rescuers. Are they man. all rescuer questions? I, I feel like you got to break this up a little bit, man. This is maybe you want to break into rescuers that down under just to, to shake it up. No, no, no. <laughs> no. This is my last. This is my last one. I picked from my, my two two of my favorite films. Okay. American um, Tale wasn't a Disney film call. I didn't. I know that wasn't. It Bible either. goes west. Not Bible, Disney. It was a good film, but no. <laughs> it was, it was um, it's like... What were the name of the albatrosses that were in both films? Ooh, I don't know. What were they? Oh, fuck. Yes, yes. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) What were their names? You're going to hate yourself if you don't remember this. I'll give you one one clue. No no clues. They're brothers. I knew knew that much. I knew they're related. Is they voiced by the same guy or no? That I don't know. Actually, I want to find that out. 
Yeah, yeah, find that out. Said they're brothers in more way than one. Like they're black power. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. My brother? Brother. Is it Ugandan name? Brother. Um They're both they're, they're both named Knuckles. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I do not remember the names at all. Uh started with a D, didn't it? Nope, they were two separate. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know who he played. Okay, the person who played yeah, the one, one was Jim Jordan, and the other one really. Yeah, the second one I didn't under I didn't I didn't know either. Fuck. I the second one he's like he's a very popular uh, John guy. Candy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember that and him being that. Yeah, I don't know how going American guy. Um, I don't remember their names at all. All right, so Tyler's out. McKenna? McKenna? Are you McKenna? No fucking clue. Okay, five. Pardon my four, language. Three, two, one, zero. Robert Horrible and Wilbur Wright. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, their their last names wasn't Wright, but they were named yeah, after the Oracle. Never they said, were over the right I mean, brothers. come on, you know it's Wright. They were the they Wright were... brothers. <laughs> That's a point for you. Robert. Yeah. Oh, I, I I I didn't I did never I never picked up on, on that as a kid. So. I re- I remembered I Wilbur, and then it hit me. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I'm having this moment of, ah! <laughs> 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 Oh, fuck. Well, if we're going to go for weird, obscure stuff like that, I guess my question three is also very fitting. Uh, in Disney's uh, Sword in the Stone... Ooh, I love that film. How many yeah. animal form does Merlin transform wart into <sighs> during their lesson? Oh, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Oh shit! Mm. I got multiple you choice. No, you have no idea how much I'm I'm resisting reaching over. No, I'm not gonna do multiple choice because I'm uh, hiding my fingers so that you can't look as I'm counting on my fingers. I have not watched that film. Give, give me the multiple choice on there because I want to see if I'm anywhere close to what the numbers you're going to be given are. I thought I wasn't getting. I was getting any. Those are hints, basically. All right, I'm going to go with four. That's one option. I'm locked in at four. That is one of the multiple choice options. I'm also going to say four. Ah. Shit. I remember three for sure. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I'll, we live together, we die together. I'll, I'll go with the other two on there just because I'm sure I'm missing at least one. So you're going to say four? I'm, I'm going to say four with the rest of them, just because I honestly can't remember. It was three. Damn it! It was three. Fuck, because I, I counted Fuck. them in my head. My, my he becomes a fish, a squirrel, a squirrel. and a sparrow. Damn it! I could have sworn there was a turtle. Uh, no, that was a different time. Uh, didn't he turn? Didn't didn't Merlin turn? No, into Merlin turned into a turtle. 
And then they turned into fish and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, everybody else turned into a fish. This is what he turned the owl into. To begin with. Yeah. So I had the other three. It was the turtle that I thought. And here I thought I was just forgetting one. Fuck. <laughs> Damn you two for making me Sorry. think that I forgot one. Damn it all. There you go. Oh. Oh. All right, Robert, your turn. Okay. Well, since we're kind of repeating themes here, um, getting obscure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I won't get your points. One, I'll get my own points. This one is going to be more of a question of how well you guys know me, because okay. I have a favorite Disney movie that everybody forgets. Like, Beauty and the Beast is definitely on my favorite list. It's the one that I've definitely watched the most number of times. No one forgets Treasure Planet, by the way. <laughs> well, considering that you had the be- the the rose from Beauty and the Beast at your wedding. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there are some thematic things that definitely work better with some movies than others. Plus, honestly, I, that, I'm not even going to go into that whole story. All right, all right. So, uh, Ron Clements and John Musker, the answer from the first question that I went and uh, threw out at you guys. Little Mermaid? Yeah. So, they did The Little Mermaid. They went and did Aladdin. They did uh, Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. All the good 90s ones. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Those guys had been working on a pitch for a film to be made into an animated feature since before The Little Mermaid went into production. And they were only granted the all clear to begin pre-production on it after uh, they had completed work on uh, on Hercules and had driven that one to a new level of success. What was that film? It was the last film that Ron Musker... Sorry, Ron Clements and John Musker directed together. No Googling. I I'm see you, Cole. I'm not Googling. I'm just getting rid of some stuff. My hands are up here, officer, I swear. <laughs> Was it Mulan? No. No, Mulan came, I think... Much the, later. No, I think that... No, I think that Mulan came... Wasn't that the summer... That was a 2000 maybe earlier. Maybe that was way earlier. Yeah, I think I think that that was the summer before Hercules. Hold on, I gotta uh, I gotta double check my. Uh, film I know. I think I think you're right. That was feeling it. I was like, I couldn't remember if it was earlier or later because I oh, remember no, that no, no, that that came out the summer after Hercules. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So it is but a did not, Yeah, but did not have uh, them attached to it. Because mm, that one would be one that is very like uh, for characters work because it is very different. Yeah. Uh, that one has blood in it. That's the first Disney film that has blood in it. Not true. Princess Disney film that has blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I have to give you that one. I <laughs> I could fact check that, but I, I, I think you're right on that one. I looked up a lot of firsts for yeah. a lot of Disney princesses. Snow yeah. White. I was, she's got I was a gonna lot say, of firsts. Uh, Black yeah. Cauldron, dude. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That was mine. I said Mulan. I'm done. I'm out. 
Mulan's not the answer. Cole? I'm thinking. This is tricky. Should I give my answer then while Cole's trying to think? Yeah, I'm not going to answer it if you're right, so. Atlantis. Well, Cole? I'd forgotten about Atlantis. (laughs) 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 But I'm trying to remember if that came up before or after. I'm swearing it came after. Isn't Atlantis too late? That's just it. That's what I'm trying to think. Um, I'm Atlantis to... came out in 2001. Yeah, yeah I was trying to stay away from Atlantis and Treasure Planet because they're in the 2000s and not 90s-ish. That's a big I'm gap. going I mean, to... Came out in 2006. No. Came That's in much two... too late. Or, uh, uh, 96? What came in 98? came out in 98. Mulan 98, that was Mulan. Okay, so that was it. Oh, okay, so that's exactly where it landed. That's where I was thinking. Well, fuck, I was wrong. So maybe, maybe that is right. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I was just I'm, way thinking. I'm gonna thinking piggyback it. and jump on Atlantis as well. I hate to say, guys, you're wrong, but I will say, Cole and McKenna, very close. It was fucking Treasure Planet. Was it Treasure Planet? It was fucking Treasure Planet. It was Treasure Planet. <laughs> I thought for sure Tyler was right on to us before the question even got asked. It's just like, As it was. Because it was oh, Treasure Planet. It's not obscure. The one movie I have to get back from my coworker because she hadn't watched it, so I lent it to her, and I still have to get it back. You know, I already answered this question because I said Treasure Planet, so I'm going to give myself a point. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you, you betrayed... You betrayed Disney's best film... That was also one of their biggest bombs ever. Yeah. But everyone knows about it. It's still a well, cult That's the hit. thing. I have, cannot tell you the no. number of people that I have met that have no idea that that film even exists. Yeah. Or so, like, they remember. We were, I was talking about it with coworkers at work and a coworker was like, what? I've never even heard of that movie. And everyone was like, you, you need to go watch it. And I'm like, I have it on DVD. Here, I'll bring it. You watch it. I remember watching that movie in theaters. They had a fucking music video attached to it. They had toys at McDonald's. I remember watching it on at my and I also remember watching it on Sunday Disney. Yeah, no, it's that is the most tragic film. Well, one of the two most tragic films that have ever been released. Because (laughs) I am honestly convinced in that one's case, the studio destroyed any chance that it had for a good box office release. That's too bad. Yeah, no, the trailer was bad. The television spots were bad. <sighs> they put way too much focus on the damn Android system. Mm. I like Ben. ben. I like Ben, too. I guess <laughs> a good. very quotable movie. Yeah, yeah. Very ben, quotable movie. Ben was good, but when but all of the advertising was putting him in the focus, that just looks yeah. annoying, and I understand why parents didn't want to go and see it. But it's a character that doesn't even get introduced until the second half of the film and has maybe, maybe eight minutes of screen time. And it's tragic that the Muppets Treasure Island gets more play than... Hey, that's a good I like that no, It's a great movie. It's a it's great movie, okay movie, but it's but... not on the same level. No. Yeah. I will watch those two movies back to back together. So would I. Yeah. I, I do do that. I did... Uh, oh. Those are yeah. those are like my key features. Like back when you had an iPod that can only hold like two videos, those are my two main <laughs> videos on there. 
Yeah. Treasure Planet. Fucking Treasure Planet and Treasure Island. Yeah. Muppet Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. Oh. Yeah. Well, shit. Right. Well, God. that means I'm back to me. Yeah. I should have just not even. I should have just said Treasure Planet when you said. You should have. I just been you like. Should have. This is Holy what I get. Do we need to cosplay like, from oh, Treasure yeah, Planet? He knows the ship. He might pick up on this. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Hook. This is what I get for <laughs> listening to your questions, Rob. <laughs> It's 101 Dalmatians is your next answer to your question. <laughs> don't even care what the I, question is. Which movie has Dalmatians. the most dogs in it? The case. All we'll dogs go to heaven. Don Bluth, Cole. <laughs> yeah. Ask a question, Cole. Cole, ask a question. We can't argue. Ask a question about now. Don Bluth specifically. No. Fuck. What Aww. was the name of the main villain in The Great Mouse Detective? And what was his plan? Oh, shit. I know the first but I don't remember his plan. <sighs> Whoa, why am I forgetting his plan? I watched that movie so many times, too. The worst part is, I just got that delivered oh, from the Disney Movie Club, and it's still sitting wrapped in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the Disney movies on, def- on, on hard drive, and I've watched that one once. Oh, that's a real know. shame. I know, I know. We'll go. Let's see. Let's get his name first. That was another uh, Musker so, Clements uh, production right there. That Tyler, worked out really was his, well. What was his name? So how how uh, how are we pointing this then for points? We can get double um, points on this. Yeah, this uh, one will be two yeah. points. This will be two points. Two points or two questions? Uh, yeah, well, two questions. This is two questions, and yeah. Okay. Well, um, then I have seven. Cool. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, fucking two points, bonus points. Uh, yeah, the bonus point will be this one. Yeah. His name was um. Oh, was that his name, or did they hate? Did he hate that name? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm I not going to give it up. Uh, I'm going to say the name, and they don't call him that. Um, it's not Moriarty. He's not Moriarty. No, no, that's who he's based on. Yes, he's based on, but they don't even use that as a pun in nope. his name. No. Nope. I'll give that one to you for free. What's no, no, don't, no, don't, don't, don't. No, 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 no. He said he, I'm not going to count price. Moriarty. I'm not going to count Moriarty. That's no. Yeah. Oh, I, God, I just got the name <laughs> back in my Professor... head. Professor. I got Radicus. That's what I got in my head. It's Radicus. Nope. I remember. Go. It's Rathbert, guys. <laughs> Robert. It's Radigan, right? Yeah. Radigan. Uh, Robert gets the point for that. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was Good. saying Radicus. I'm not going to get the second half because I really don't remember the plan. <laughs> Tyler, what's the plan? Oh, uh, he was um, covering the mice in uh, like a powder, and then the right mice were going to run through the town and like poison poison people. No. Just I was going to say, the, oh, make no. them allergic to I remember cats. What it is. I remember that's, 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 that's a cat and dog. Yeah, you've had yours, It was a giant mouse trap, and they're all going to go there to get the cheese because you're just going to like cut the rim. But when you cut the rim, yeah. no, that wasn't that. That was the other movie. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, that was Fightful Goes West. <laughs> <laughs> you give you. I'm like, what the hell are you talking? Oh, yes. 
Robert? Yes, the knocked on Blues movie. You don't, you don't know, correct, Robert? I I can honestly not remember what the hell his motivation was. I haven't seen that movie probably in 20 years. McKenna? All I remember is there's something with a cat. And that's all I remember. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you. His goal was to become king king of a king of of of, of 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 mice in 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 England so he captured a clockmaker to make a robot queen he kidnapped the queen to feed it That's to his right. to his pet cat oh and, 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 and he used the king. mechanical queen to declare him king oh and of my course God. the the main character then wrestled control of said of said uh said puppet and then denounced him as a, tra- a traitor that was a good <laughs> movie it's a good movie. It is. Uh, I guess that's points to call. We'll give points yes. to call. Yeah, no, that's... And then one for, one for Rat, uh, Ratberg. Ratberg? Ratigan. 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 But yes, he did. Ratigan or Ratigan? It's Ratigan. It's Ratigan. I think it's Ratigan. It's Ratigan, but he hates being called Ratigan. He hates being called Ratigan. You lost your point because it's not Ratigan. It's Ratigan. They're both technically correct. No, but that's the thing. His his name isn't Radigan because he hates that, and he killed that one guy because he called him Radigan. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll. 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 I'll, That should be the trick to the question. Yeah. No, I will willingly excuse that point. Uh, because yeah, no, you're entirely right. Because yeah. Okay. Now hold on a second, though. Do you know what his actual name was, though? Because there was another name that he had. And oh, shit. Yes, because there was. Uh, Sorry, what What was mom. his title? What was his title? What was his title? I don't know. I, I already wanted to. I mean, Rob said, already said professor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. His actual name was, he, he was a professor. Um, his given name was Patrick. Oh. Okay. Huh. You done? Uh, okay, my question. This is a video game. Now, hold I got... on. Does the count if Disney actually credits him or credits the character in the uh, credits on there as Radigan? Do we count no, that or looking, not? You're looking up his credits right now? Yeah. <laughs> is he credited yeah. as Radigan? He is credited as Professor Radigan in the film. He is. He's got mm. a point there. So let's give him the point. It's just He just wants those damn points, Rob. I'm yeah. sorry, man. That, yeah, that's one point. where it's just like... Something's not Actually, right here, though. Sure, like, correct. His, his name is Radigan. The yeah, correct yeah. answer is Radigan. <laughs> he just hates being called a rat. Oh, uh, shut up. Let me yeah. ask my question. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, uh, this is uh, video game related. Oh, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Who published? <laughs> who published the Pirates of the Caribbean video game in North America? Was it A. Ubisoft? B, Bethesda, or D, C. This, is, this joke was D. It was going to be Disney Interactive Studio, but it's C. C, Disney Interactive Studio. So that's my, your options. Ubisoft, Bethesda, or Disney Interactive Studio. Who published Pirates of Caribbean? The, the, the dice in- says number C for me, because <laughs> I have no stinking clue. I'm going to go Bethesda. That is kind of a standout, isn't it? Because mm, I know it's not Ubisoft, because I, I know their catalog quite well. Or I think I do anyway. Like, like that's such a stretch. Play. I kind of want to go along with it, but this is one place I I do have. There is a there is a 
Yeah, I know. Just go. You go. Just pick. You can pick Ubisoft if you want, Robert. That way we have all three covered. Well, <laughs> hold on a second, though. But he wants those tasty points. Because the only thing I can think here, so we're talking about from the first movie, right? Yes. So Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. First movie I owned on DVD. Bethesda or Ubisoft. And the only reason why I say that is I know for a fact that at that time, it was like, I think it was in 2008, if I remember correctly, when they changed the name from Buena Vista Games to Disney Interactive Studios. So it would be way after the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, I know that one's out. For some reason, I might be wrong on this. Okay, I'm not going to look this up until afterwards. Okay. But I think that Ubisoft wasn't at the time even in consideration for developing any games for Disney after the disaster with uh, the Atlantis game that had the porn hidden on the disc. <laughs> that was the thing? That's funny. Yeah. At least if I remember correctly. It might be a different publisher, but... Yeah, I remember because there was a cereal box game that came with like Lucky Charms or something like that. That was for Atlantis. And in the game files, there was some explicit picture. I remember that from a Game Inform article. So I don't think it's Ubisoft. So was there another option other than Bethesda? I had Ubisoft, Disney. Bethesda, and Disney Interactive Studios. Okay, so it's definitely not Disney Interactive. I think Ubisoft's out, so I guess Bethesda, though I don't really believe it? The answer is... <laughs> Hit some stuff in the face with the book. <laughs> Who published the Pirates of the Caribbean video game in North America was Bethesda. Huh. Shit. Now, here's the fun fact. Is Ubisoft published it in Europe. Oh, that's weird. Yep. So uh, who developed it then? Akella. Akella? A Russian Akella? A, a Russian uh software company. Oh, I guess. that that makes perfect sense then. Yeah. So so the fun facts of this is the game was uh actually uh they're 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 the ones that made Postal 2. So they made Postal and Postal 2. Uh, they made a game called Sea Dogs, and they're making Sea Dogs 2, but then instead it got renamed Pirates of the Caribbean, so it was made by that Russian company. And so technically they all, they're all the correct answer. Uh, well, whoever owns it, they all were involved. So Bethesda had the North American, Ubisoft had the European, and then Disney Interactive Studio just owned the license. And then Akela is the actual one that... Well, you said North America, so technically yeah. Bethesda is the one that's right. Yes, that's yep. that's where that's the the the, the catch. The catch of the the yeah. the trivia <laughs> there. Yeah. I was wondering why you said why you said North American like that too. Yeah, okay. and I stand corrected. It's a company called Eurocom that went and had the porn on there. <laughs> and that's why they're not making games anymore. Probably not. I, I'm, do they still exist? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Eurocom it Corporation is. is the Canadian computer developer. Of, of so uh, that's that's Cole and Rob. Got mm-hmm. There, uh, both McKenna and Robert are on their fourth. So uh, McKenna, sure, why not? And then Robert, oh, yep, okay. bankruptcy. Yep. So, yeah, they're gone. Okay. 
I am going to borrow Cole's formatting here. Uh huh. What is the name of the rooster in Robin Hood? Oh. Oh. What was his name? He knew his name too. Does he even say his name? I think he does. I think he introduces himself in the beginning of the movie. I've I got nothing. It's one of my favorite films too. I love that. All right. I'm taking myself out just because I need to even look up a picture of this rooster because I don't even remember him. <laughs> he's he's the narrator. He's yeah, the he's, narrator, Rob. Ah, oh, jeez. He's got the he's he's got the fluffy uh, uh, sleeves and everything. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I remember. Um, because he's the least anthropomorphic of everything in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty rooster. Fuck. Like I don't know, but he did do the tep- typical fingers as feathers thing. So, Puck. Yeah. Oh Jesus, I wouldn't have even been close to that one. Yeah, <laughs> Puck sounds familiar to me. Zedekus oh. Zul Zarander. <laughs> yeah, Wait, no, that's sort of truth. Puck. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with Puck as well. You go with Puck? Wait, I just said Puck randomly. I don't know if that's it. Is it that sounds it? Fami- it sounds very familiar to me. I didn't realize he was voiced by Roger Miller, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Red. I'm gonna call him Red. Red. Red the okay. Rooster. <laughs> Robert. Like your hair. I I, I went and exempted myself because I've yeah. already looked up the answer Rob's on Googled. here already oh, and no, thus no. disqualified himself from this yeah, round of no, competition. I, I, I took myself out before, you know, I could spoil any results on there. Okay, go ahead. Alan Adale is the mi- so the rooster is named after the minstrel who made the Robin Hood legends famous. Damn. Yep. As both part of Robin Hood's crew and as a traveling, actual traveling minstrel in England. And I'm not entirely sure he actually says his name in the movie. I don't think he does. Nope. So, Tyler, how many questions are you on? Uh, I've got two questions left. So I've got four. Rob's on his fourth. Rob, how many questions do you have left? Hmm. Uh, I can do two more solidly. Okay. Rob, so you're on, Rob, do you're, a question. Yeah, because that way you're going to be on. Because how many? Okay, because I've Rob, done. Do a question. Yeah. Rob, Rob, do a question. I have seven. Yeah. All right. So my question. This is a piece of filmmaking history right here. A relic long forgotten, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Deep Canvas was a art generation system that was created by Disney in the late 90s to allow for foreground and background work to be farmed out from traditional animators over to engineers. What two films famously used this technology before Disney went and sold it off because one of them didn't make any money? Okay, what? So in the late 90s, so either... Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Pioneered in the late 90s. Deep Canvas allowed for engineers to do animation work for foreground and background assets. Foreground and background assets. I'm going to go with. Is that just not going to be Atlantis and Treasure Planet again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say Atlantis. 
I'm gonna say Mulan. So there's two 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 film two films you said? There were two films that are really credited with it. It was used in technically four films, but only in very minimal application in two of them. I'm gonna go with Muan and uh Atlantis then. Alright, Cole's got his in. Tyler. I already said it's your, it's your, it's already Atlantis and Treasure Planet. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I just double down on that. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, because Treasure Planet made nothing. Uh, <laughs> I said, which movies were broke? I was like, the only, there are only two broke movies. Yeah, uh, so I guess that I'm going to go with Treasure Planet and Mulan. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the real question. Are we counting this as one point or two? Let's go with one. Depends on the question, I guess. One point. <laughs> Half a point for each movie. Yeah, All exactly. right. Well, if that's the case, Tyler, you get a half a point. Ooh. The actual answers are Tarzan oh. and Treasure Planet. I get yeah, those amazing vine scenes and oh, uh, yeah. all of the yeah. trade work that was done on there, that was actually done by visual engineers rather than traditional animators. Because it would have taken yeah. literally about years. 10 years to be able to go and produce all the work they did on that at the same That's level. That's the movie I was forgetting. Yeah. Tra- there's, it's a big jump from like uh, Mulan to uh, Atlantis and Treasure Planet because there's like a chunk of time there. And yes, because that was... See, I'm thinking the of the big crowd scenes in Mulan. Yeah, no. And that, that was not deep canvas that was done there. Those were yeah. traditional CGI but they were still done by animators rather than being done by audiovisual engineers. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, now the only real application for deep canvas technology is being used in the most minimal way possible inside of the Disney parks for video projection work on things like uh, Cinderella's castle. Mm. That's Uh pretty much all they do with it. Uh, The other two films though, you guys work almost right. Because Atlantis did use it very minimally in some of the cave scenes uh, in places on where the CGI uh, tanks and stuff were moving across a visual landscape because they couldn't do their traditional hand-drawn and make it look organic. So they went and used deep canvas to try to go and bridge the gap in between the two of them. Mm. So not used as a typical fixture in that one. And it was used also in the princess and the frog in the graveyard scene and nothing else. Oh, neat. Interesting. Neat. Okay. All right. Then. Uh, there well, we go. Half a point McKenna. to Tyler. McKenna. Oh, we're, we're back to well, me. She's, she's off. Remember she did two Cole. Oh yeah. Right. Now it's yeah. my turn then. I thought she did two a while ago. I yeah. Did. But like it, it, then this is yeah. us leveling out. And then we, Jumped you and did her, and now we went to you because Cole kept saying names and didn't know so, where we were. We're all at so five. We're all at four questions. We've all had four questions and said, four. "Okay, okay." So this is the last one, then. I've got. No, I got two more. Cole, you're fucking okay, get rid of one of those. <laughs> I've got six questions. So well, I I'm going to give mine at the end. I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, considering I wrote a That's new fine. one while we were doing this. How many questions you're at, uh, McKenna? Huh? How many questions you got, McKenna? got left or have like all, all together all together i had five i wrote a new one so i have six total so I have six okay we're all we're going to six we're capping at six okay we're then i have six okay. then i'll have six as well so we're capped that at means six. two more there is two more okay yeah. we're capped at six 
Come, ask a question. Lightning round. Lightning going round. going back to the great mouse detective. What was the name of Basil's pet dog? Bonus oh. point for the breed. I wish you jumped around from movies to movies. You know, like, man, I, it's been so long since I've seen that. Last time I watched it, I watched that on VHS. That's how long ago it's been. <laughs> I remember it's a basset hound. Yeah. That's right. So that's a half a point? I don't like these half a point. No, right? that's a point. That's a, that's that's a, a point? point. Yeah. Okay. That's a bonus so, point. That's a bonus point. Uh, okay. So technically, everybody gets a point for that because Tyler apparently. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Basset Hound. I think it's a Basset Hound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to say Basset Hound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and what was the name of the dog? Yes. For some reason, okay, my memory is probably bling tricks on me. Okay. I remember having a moment when I was watching Arrest, Arrested Development when it was originally airing because I never heard a character's name that was the same as this. Except for, I think, the Great Mouse Detective. I could be completely wrong. Is it Tobias? Don't Hold answer. Don't that. answer. Let's, let's wait for everybody else. Don't answer. Tobias? I don't remember at all. I have literally watched this movie once. So. Okay. We're going to. We're, 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 I think we're dragging, though. So let's, uh, we'll do yeah. some lightning rounds. What's the answer, Cole? Toby. Toby. Toby, Toby. as in short for Tobias? No, just Toby. I'm going to give one point to Rob for getting the Basset down. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. No one else gets any points. Yeah, no one else gets that point. One point for Rob. Oh, and he's yeah. gone. He disappeared. He, oh. he exploded. Oh, no. Quick, ask three more questions so we can Quick, catch ask up. Ask all my questions. I got two questions left. Uh, okay. Well, here we go. Uh, he'll be excited to know when he comes back. And my question now is, who was the first Disney princess to appear in a Broadway musical? Ooh. See, this is what I do. I jump from thing to thing. So it's yeah, I know, but I, didn't, I, 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 I focused on my favorites. Two movies. We are we lightning rounding? This? We are yeah, lightning well, rounding. I, I, I'm hitting the bell. Ding bell. <laughs> well, hold on. We got to wait for Robert. Hold on a minute. No, we don't. Also, the, the answer name of the is dog Rob's was dog. Toby. Yeah, I'm going to say that's Bell. <laughs> it's, it's also, I believe, still the third longest running sh- or longest consecutive running yeah. show on Broadway. Any other answers? I don't know. Cole doesn't know. McKenna? I'm going to say Cinderella. I said Belle a long time ago. Yeah, I know. It's, it's Belle. Oh, okay. it's the answer is Belle. You both are uh, right. yeah. Like I said, I believe it's also still the third longest consecutive running show on Broadway. I don't know why you're yeah. you're expecting me to answer these, but you already know the answers. Why? Why? Exactly answer wrapped in okay, what, what was the one Broadway show that was a flop? <laughs> Disney Broadway show that was a flop. Did you hear the answer? Is that one of McKenna's questions? Wrong? I'm pulling this out of my butt, so I don't <laughs> actually know the answer, but I have got a oh. pretty darn good idea. My first new groove. But it's not on Broadway. Yet. Wasn't on Broadway? Yet. Huh? It was on... What is a Disney Broadway show that was a flop? But you don't know the answer to this. You're just making up the answer. Oh, I'm pretty sure I know. I, like, I don't know for Disney 100% sure, but... Um, not Spider-Man. This was no, before Spider-Man before. was before Disney bought that uh, Spider-Man After Dark. <laughs> was wait, there's what what shut, shut up, Cole. Stop talking. No, that, I don't remember if this was actually associated with Disney or not, but is it Tarzan? I was gonna say Tarzan. Which I'm pretty sure is a, was a Disney production. Let's look into that here. It might not be. Uh well I don't know. uh what it, that's why I said I'm not a hundred percent on it but what what is your next question though 
Your actual question. My next actual trivia question. Well, Rob okay. does his research. Well, we've well we Google. Yeah, Phil yeah. Collins. Yep. Based oh, and this is that. an interesting yeah. one too, because this is one that Disney actually put their name on. Yeah. Wow. So that's weird. That's really weird because normally they avoid having their name attached to these things. Yep. Yeah, you know, so they you know can actually go and garner some critical praise. Yeah. Like they kept from doing that until they redid oh. the uh, show for the Lion King for that reason. Yeah. Oh. Lion King might be the longest running Disney musical, but uh, yeah. Consider, I mean, it still had four hundred and eighty-six performances. Yeah, <laughs> but it did close because it was a flop. Yeah, considered a flop. Four hundred eighty-six performances, all in one place or multiple places. Uh, there's multiple productions. I would assume that that one is uh the the Broadway performance. But yeah. remember that they do two shows, at least two shows a day. Yes, six days a week. Yeah. I guess it takes quite a while. Yeah, because I'm wondering if they have it on just one or if they have multiple views. Ah, I guess that's when they tour. Um, yeah. What is your... What is but, your, yeah. what is your? Okay, <laughs> my actual question. What was the last Disney move animated movie to use hand-painted cells? Oh. Oh, shit. That was Sleeping Beauty? Oh, no, no. Long time after that. Hmm. Last one to use hand painted cells, a <laughs> I just I'm just jumping back to Alice in Wonderland again. Nope. I know. Or it's going to just be like there were hand-painted cells in one of the movies that are, is still feels pretty new. Uh, Shit, it's, probably, it's probably one of those. It's probably I'm not, not the... I'm not confident in this. Okay, Rob. Okay. What, it's your non-confident answer? My non-confident answer is The Little Mermaid just because I know they started using different camera designs and were going and applying CG elements to uh, Beauty and the Beast that weren't possible with traditional hand-drawn animation cells. So I think it's The Little Mermaid that's the last one I can think of that had any hand-drawn assets uh, before that. So unless I'm forgetting a film, maybe? Cole? Cole? I don't honestly know. He bows out. The answer, Little Mermaid. Oh, thank oh, God. Because the, <laughs> the, next, the next film was uh, Rescuers Down Under using Pixar's CAPS system. Ah. Yep. I actually don't think I knew that. That's cool. I learned something. Nice. All right. Whose turn is it? So uh, the first use Rob's of digital and the last use of hand-painted Little Mermaid. All right. So, Jeffrey Katzenberg 
almost single-handedly destroyed one of the most visionary films that was ever put into production at Disney Animation. He demanded that 15 minutes be cut out of the final product of what? Walt Disney Studios animated picture. Jeffrey Katzenberg demanded that 15 minutes be cut out of what finished animated picture after joining up with uh, Disney. Because I don't know if he did that to anybody else, but that Do was... Do we have a uh, multiple choice? I feel like if I... Well, hold on, hold on. I am. I will give you multiple choice. Let's see here. Home on the range. Uh, you already run off to uh, DreamWorks at that point. <laughs> yeah. I can promise you that much. All right, let's see here. I'll just go to the Wikipedia. Got four possible answers here. Was it The Rescuers, The Fox and the Hound, The Black Cauldron, or Oliver and Company? I'm going to go Fox and the Hound. Same. Again? I'm thinking. I find it quite interesting that you skipped a movie in that run, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> there is a movie in the middle of all that that I find highly suspicious that you skipped <laughs> yeah I figured it had been uh, brought up, uh, up just quite enough, enough that it wasn't necessary yeah um, so they both said Fox and the Hound yeah I will say Black, Black Cauldron although I've never seen the movie so me neither I have no idea what that one's about wow what I'm I'm actually I gotta be honest, I'm really surprised with McKenna in particular. Why? Did I guess correctly? <laughs> Not that you guessed correctly, though you did. <laughs> but just that you hadn't seen that one. It is obscure. It's certainly become that way. This and Treasure Planet are two of my favorite Disney movies, largely because both of them I think were abandoned by the studio itself. Because mm -hmm. Well, I will say the Black Cauldron definitely got the shaft for a lot of different reasons. That one, that one, the studio just didn't even try when it actually came to release. That one went into production before Walt's son-in-law was ousted and the Paramount executives came in. Uh, Katzenberg, Wells, and Eisner all came in during the middle of the production of the film. None of them having any experience with animation. Katzenberg was shown the final film and reportedly despised it and despises it to this day because it wasn't Taxi Driver. <laughs> uh, oh. So, yeah. Although, mm -hmm. I might have to give you back my by point for computer-generated imagery. Oh. Because according to Wikipedia, The Black Cauldron was the first Disney animated film to feature computer-generated imagery. Holy shit. The Little Mermaid... Where am I? This is interesting. I think that almost the wording on there gives you a pass on that one. Because... The Black Cauldron, at least from what I remember, only used... Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Little Mermaid was the first film to use the CAPS system. Mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, 
Black Cauldron was the first to use any computer generated. Yeah, because they did that mostly for color enhancements for things like lightning effects and for some of the green yeah. cauldron effects. So I don't think that that qualifies in the same way. Yeah. Because that's enhancing an already existing product instead of making something brand new. Yeah. So, okay. That makes me feel... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit better? A little bit, yeah. Because that, that, that makes it a little bit more far-reaching on there. But no, The Black Cauldron is a weird ass film because they actually were pushing for a PG 13 rating or well, not a PG 13 rating. Cause that didn't really exist, but they wanted yeah, to go and have a PG rating, a proper PG rating. Uh, Cause the eighties PG meant a lot more than um, in some respects yeah. what PG 13 does today. <laughs> yeah. PG 13 don't mean shit these days. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, they were really going for something that was darker. It's not a musical. Uh, it does have a sort of comedic relief element, but it's not done in the annoying sidekick way. It's actually mm -hmm. done to be an annoying character, but one that's endearing. It actually, I think, in some ways is... Is uh Oh, what's the... It's a not Disney, but... This is the film that I think that somebody like Don Bluth really wanted Disney to make but wasn't willing to before his departure. It's really fascinating. Um, if I can actually plug somebody that I, uh, this might be the best storyteller on YouTube right now. And he doesn't have a lot of videos, mm -hmm. but what originally I found was treasure planet. Uh, this is his first video on the channel is treasure planet. Disney's biggest mistake. And it is an amazing almost 35 minute video that's just a love letter to the film and without being damning to the company points out all of Disney's shortcomings with this film because this should be one of their most widely acclaimed films ever and it was critically acclaimed at the time that it came out but for some reason Disney didn't back the thing properly and for Halloween uh, he went and released a Black Cauldron, uh, I guess, video uh, video essay, probably the best way of putting it. Probably. And it is 51 minutes. It is two-thirds the length of the actual film. And it perfectly captures everything that I have loved and hated about this movie. Because, yeah, this is my... It's one of my favorites, and it's one of the ones that I can never bring up around people because there are so many who either saw it when they were way too young. As, oh, it's a Disney movie. It came out on VHS. This came out before I was born. I'm going to watch this. And parents had no idea what they were getting into because it wasn't a success then either. And it's dark as hell. Oh, yeah. And it's damn good despite the fact that it is butchered by Katzenberg insisting that they rip out uh, 15 minutes of film, which you can do with reshoots in a live action movie. That's where he's coming from. In animation, you cannot just cut. You know, even five minutes of film can be very hard to cut in an animated picture just because of on how things need to transition and cut to each other. There's not a lot of ways to fill that gap without having to animate brand new stuff. 
And that is a very expensive and costly thing to do in editing. Something that the studio would never go for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to shut up at this point because I could go on about the Black Cauldron forever. But please, oh, yeah. check out Breadsword on uh, YouTube. I will have a link in the description. So, thank you. Okay. Last round. Who still has a question? I have one. We all got a question. We all have yeah, one last question. question. I, I, okay, Robert? yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a, I got a question. Lightning round question. You have fifteen Lightning seconds round. to answer. Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. In Fox and the Hound, what are the names of the owl, the finch, and the woodpecker? Fuck. I'm worried. Huey, about Dewey, and Louie. Two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12. No one's got one? Okay. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Big Mama, Dinky, and Boomer. Okay, that's an error out. I'm just not having No one gets points for that one. Yep. No one gets the points for that. Tyler, go. That's so obscure. All yours are just names. That's not obscure. Okay. uh, (laughs) Mine's obscure. (laughs) 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 Uh, What summon character? What summons character? uh, He's a summon. Uh, was debuted in Kingdom Hearts 2 before his own movie debuted in Japan. Chicken Little. Chicken Little. No answer. Cole, do you even know that if that's a summon? No, I don't. (laughs) I can give a point to Rob. Yeah, Rob gives that one. (laughs) I was half tempted just to scream it out before he even got started. As soon as he said Kingdom Hearts 2, it's just like Chicken Little. He's not, he's, a no, he's a no one. Fuck. Okay, there we go. Robert, okay. go. Uh, all right. Who did the voice of Dodger and Oliver and Company? I'm giving everybody an easy one here. Say it again oh, one more time. Dodger know. and Oliver and Company. Um, yeah, bad. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> Elton John. Pass. Come on, Tyler. You know this. Do I? One of my favorites of all time. I got nothing. Time's out. 15 seconds. I'm out. Billy Joel, who toured oh. with Elton John, John in the early 2000s. <laughs> Billy, Billy Joel. Billy yeah. Joel. Yep. One of my favorite singer-songwriters. Oh. Okay. This is an easy one. What is the first feature-length animated movie? Oh. Snow White. Yeah. Snow White. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I've done the easy one. <laughs> Yay! And we are done. And the uh, scores are going to be things up. Whoop, 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 Remember to carry the ones. Uh, and the negative one in Cole's case. Hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody did admirably. I'm, I'm proud of everybody here on their Disney trivia. Uh, I'm glad to go to the bar with any of you guys on trivia night. I've got the answers. Tyler? Who so in last, last place. place. Last place, tied for last place, Uh-oh. <laughs> is Cole and me. <laughs> <laughs> we both got six points. That's not bad, though. See, most of my points are from knowing my answers and y'all not knowing them. Yeah. So You got double points in Rob's answer, and you got one of mine. You didn't get any of Cole's. You didn't get any of Cole's. <laughs> uh, Rob just... Uh, Rob? Actually, no. McKenna, you got eight. Yay! <laughs> And you're so I mean, Rob wins. Yeah. Rob, Rob, you got 13. Damn, that's <laughs> more than I thought. I really <laughs> a couple. There's you, yeah, but you have how R- many questions did he miss? 
Uh, he missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, including his own, I guess. Because there's yeah, there's like twenty four questions. So yeah, uh, yeah, we had twenty four questions. So he's got most of them. Alrighty. Well, congratulations. Yeah, barely. I mean, those were some tough questions. Yeah, those were. Well, Rob, congratulations, Rob is a, Robert. The uh, Disney trivia king, I guess. Yep. Um, congratulations, Robert. You have yes. beaten us. All right. Considerable margin. Oh, and I'm, I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing my trophy here. It's the uh, the Disney ornaments slash socks that McKenna asked me to go and bring back from Disney on my most recent trip. <laughs> Something was said about bringing back Disney. I figured, yep. oh, well, I can go and do this in two ways. Something to wear and something to go and show off. <laughs> but in any case, though, thank you all for joining us. And if, you want, if you've want, if you been playing along with us, I want you to send, send us your score. How many of those questions did you get? Yeah. I want no cheating. And no I'm cheating. actually really curious about this. <laughs> and, right, and we're going to be talking to Amy because I'm no, we're going to make her listen to this episode and I want to see if she can get, see how many she can get. Mm. Let's see if she can beat Rob. Because <laughs> <laughs> she seemed to be so, oh, so confident. So let's mm-hmm. see how well she does. But yeah. once again, thank you all for joining us once again for a Soccer Rangers podcast. We always love it when you guys come and join us and support our ridiculousness that we like to put on every week um as always you can check us out on itunes you can check us out on on um, soundcloud till the end of the year uh which is 2018 and uh you can also check us out on google play podcast um if you also want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at at soccer rangers podcast at gmail.com you can send us a message on twitter which is soccer rangers or on instagram once again, Soccer Rangers. And we also should be, in, in hopefully in, in the near future, we should be on Spotify. And what was that last one, Robert? Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. Stitcher we're already good on, but we're just not doing anything until uh, January 1st just because it's their upload system is a little bit different. So it's like I don't want to add that to the workload at this point. I can understand that. Everything else I can go and do the same way as uh, iTunes and Google Play. So. Okay. Um, other than that, once again, thank you so much for joining us and playing and hopefully playing along. We hope to see you next time when we figure out what Amy's score was. Mm. And uh, we also talk about some other topic that we decide to come up in the next week or so. So uh, thank so you. So everybody all. go out and see Bumblebee for the love of God. <laughs> and into the Spider-Verse. Probably the Spider-Verse more importantly, but Bumblebee number two. Take you need care, to everyone. know that there is something good in cinema, even when it's clearly a cash grab. Take care, everyone. We love you all. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.